Hi, this is Sarah and I'm on a spiritual journey on the 4th of March 2016. This week I thought I'd give you an experience of the Akashic Records. Um, you can actually access the Akashic Records for yourself in a number of ways. Uh, one of the ways I've learned to do it is with a lady called Linda Howe who um, has written several books on the subject. Her latest is with Hay House. And she also has something called the Pathway Prayer Process, which you can find, uh, if you Google on the website, you'll find it very easily. So what I've done today is I've actually opened my own Akashic Records before I started this podcast. And um, I wanted to demonstrate how interesting a spiritual practice uh, working in the Akashic Records can be. It's kind of like a shift in consciousness or a change in awareness. So, um, you know how when you drive a car, you might be in one mindset, you watch TV, you're in a different mindset, you go for a walk with your dog or do some other activity like working in the backyard or uh, hanging out with your friends. And uh, that's a different mindset once again. With the Akashic Records, um, the prayer is actually one way to get you into a shift in conscious awareness where you really kind of float up in awareness into the aspect of yourself that is your soul. So there's a lot of good reasons to do this. One of the reasons is um, that it's got beautiful energy to it. The Akashic energy is beautiful energy, so it completely lacks any fear, resistance or judgment. So you can actually look at problems, issues, concerns from a higher perspective, which is helpful for anyone these days. Um, it's also a great place to ask questions, meditate, do self-inquiry, that kind of thing. Although I would also suggest avoid being in the records while you're doing any other activities like driving a car, which <laughs> really, especially these days, require 100% focused attention. So um, I wrote a blog post this week about uh, Kryon's seven cosmic laws. And the first law I wrote the blog post about was you can never return to a less aware state. And I wrote some information in the blog post sort of related to my own personal views. I thought it would be an interesting exercise for you to hear um, some insights from my masters, teachers and loved ones. We all have our own masters, teachers and loved ones in the records and we can discuss those another time. Um, you can think of them of like, as like a group energy. They come through as a combo energy rather than an individual energy like an ascended master or a loved one who's passed in different kinds of readings. So um, I'm going to tune in with them now and ask them what comments they'd like to make about the first cosmic law. You can never return to a less aware state. This is what they're saying to me. They're saying the irony is we are always in this aware state in some part of ourselves. But when we come through the veil, when we transition, we lean into the wind of birth. We come into our incarnated bodies here on planet Earth. We forget a lot of our connections. Now, I know many of you have probably heard about this forgetfulness, this feeling of forgetfulness. There is, an, there is a reason for that. We need time to adjust to our incarnated bodies um, and uh, just experience uh, growing and learning. But by about the age of three, we're pretty much ready to remember our higher selves. Sometimes we do as children and that process isn't interrupted. And sometimes we don't. And the process is kind of stopped in its tracks for one reason or another. 
So um, what they're reminding me is, is that age three, I was a very aware little individual, as a lot of small children are, and that's definitely one of the charms. Um, adults enjoy seeing themselves in children at that age where we just say what we think and feel what we feel, right? So uh, three, developmentally, is also a really important age for children because that's when they start to realise that that they are themselves as a whole being rather than being part of mum or dad or other close carers. And they suddenly begin to have a sense of self, become more interested in looking in the mirror, saying, you know, I want to do this by myself, all of those kind of sets of awareness. And so they're saying from the higher perspective, the reason this is done in the human growth cycle is um, for children to be able to reconnect to their higher awareness. Now, when these processes are interrupted, all sorts of other strange things can happen. Um, people can lose their connection with their sensitivity, their psychic awareness, um, their innate knowledge, the energies they've brought through from other lifetimes or other unresolved issues that they're ready to use in the here and now. So, um, these things can kind of, they're kind of giving me the image of trains on a track all being stopped, all being hit up against this wall where around age three, nothing else, you know, goes on on the spiritual level. So we're, we're left with the physical, we're left with dealing with the everyday, we're left with absorbing all the programs and information um, that are given to us from our parents and carers and educators and so on and so forth and other other friends around us. And this happens to so many people that for many of us, it's just it's just what is. So in my case, this this process didn't get interrupted. It carried on behind the scenes. So for those of you who remember being sensitive from a very young age, who saw things that other people apparently didn't see, felt things or heard things or sensed things or just knew things that other people apparently didn't know. This is because for whatever reason, part of your process or all of your process of awakening was not interrupted around that age. It was not stopped. So one example that pops into my mind is an old friend who um, became a doula while she lived over here. She's a British person. And um, as a small child, this knowledge or awareness or ability was already part of her energy that she'd brought through from beyond the veil because she was able to tell when people were pregnant or not. And uh, she got in quite a bit of trouble at the dinner table one day by saying, Archie so-and-so is pregnant. And everyone else is like, because <gasps> that's not what you talk about at the dinner table, uh, hopefully. Um, and she was able to retune into this ability in later life because that part of her process, for whatever reason, hadn't been shut down. Although I can't speak for her, the other aspects of that, um, but other things may have been. So this is the message then from the masters, teachers and loved ones from my records. We all have our own. But what a fascinating thought that we have, we still are in a more aware state. Um, it's just that for many of us, parts of it were shut down or stopped that age three time. Um, and at any time, they say we can choose to reawaken those abilities. Um, it can be scary for some of us. Um, and perhaps not even desirable for others who are managing perfectly well, thank you, in their incarnated bodies 
without the need for any forms of spiritual awakening this time around, which is also absolutely fine. Um, the masters, teachers and loved ones, I was always taught by Linda, they have an attitude which is in this life, lifetime or the next or the next thousand. They're perfectly happy with that. Anyway, so that's the uh, Akashic um, thought for the week on Cryon's first of the seven cosmic laws. You can never return to a less aware state. I'm just going to go ahead and close my record so you can hear the last part of the prayer because the words are beautiful anyway. I would like to thank the masters, teachers and loved ones for their love and compassion. I would like to thank the lords of the Akashic Records for their point of view. And I would like to thank the Holy Spirit of Light for all knowledge and healing. The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed. Amen. I wish you a happy week. I hope I get time to do another podcast next week, if not in the next couple of weeks. I hope you enjoyed a little taste of um, the shift in consciousness that the Akashic Energy can afford us. Um, let me know what you think. This podcast is going to be out on iTunes and you can also find it at momonaspiritualjourney.com. Until next time. <laughs>